and I'm gonna do chapstick just to get really fancy. One day I'll be like jewelry and brush my teeth before every podcast recording. Oh my god, that's next level. <laughs> that's some galaxy brain I have to imagine it helps. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I don't know why, but I, my brain was immediately like, that would help so much right now. Oh, my God. It's like uh, it's like working from home. Everyone everyone tells me that you still got to dress up. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But I understand the psychology. For me, it's like you got to put on socks. Because, like, I don't know. See, I don't know. I'm, you see, it, it what, helps, the thing about helps. quarantine <laughs> is I get to go, Wait, like, three we weeks without socks. We, we got to clap. We're already into the shit. Shit, Something the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time Thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Welcome to They Them There's A monthly non-binary discussion podcast We're here, we're queer, let's talk about it My name's Joe, I use any and all pronouns My name is Rain, I use they them pronouns Rain, I, I, don't, Joe? I don't know how long it's been since we talked But it certainly feels like a year uh, it does feel like it's been some time since we've last spoken voice to voice. It's been. <laughs> some time. Some since you time. spoke to me over a microphone with Craig in between. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know how to pivot from that to anything else, but yeah, it's been... Me, me either. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah, all right. Thanks for coming, everybody. You can thank, find thank us on you. Twitter. At, uh, at, at, uh, I don't know. Um, Fuck. we're coming to you live from our apartments, which we already recorded this show remotely, but now more than ever. <laughs> yeah. As one of my friends said to me like an hour ago, oh, you guys can just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so weird that, um, all the, all my favorite podcasts are like struggling to record locally. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why doesn't everyone just have studio equipment in their apartment? Like. All of my podcast hosts, barring Rain, are in other fucking states. I don't know. Wow, really? Uh, I'm not. A- Andrew is an irregular host that I work with, but other than him, yeah, it's like hmm, interesting. Or or Cat also is in that area. Currently, Chris is stuck in Michigan, so I, I technically <laughs> one of my co-hosts is in my state, but he's not driving to Grand Rapids for for fucking uh, Evangelion shit. <laughs> But no, we recorded, I think, together twice when we started the show, and then it just became easier to cut that. It, yeah. Yeah. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Partly the because middle, of... The, the middleman being The middle us. them. The, the middle them. Uh, the, the middle them being you the middle, driving... The You driving to my place and me not waking up at the right time. Yes. And then me going to my car and live texting uh, what a raccoon is doing in the parking lot to you while you're still asleep. Top ten anime moments. I, I gotta be honest, but I as as much as like it's it's fucked up that like now we can't go in person, and also I'm, I'm waking up better than ever now. I, I <laughs> fucked up if true. 
I I woke up early for and I was like, shit. I guess I'll watch more One Piece for my One you... Piece show. <laughs> oh my god! Have... Specific specifically ignoring everyone's quarantine advice of don't watch One Piece but That's read true. it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm so I have to extract a, a cat from the microphone. Hold on, she's stuck. Did she get her claws please. stuck in the pop filter? Please, 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 please. Okay. Mission accomplished. I would listen to a whole um, audio drama of you <laughs> trying to remove <laughs> Gravy's claws from your microphone. She was. She didn't get in the microphone. Oh. She got trapped in between. Everything on the shelf that's holding my microphone up and the arm of the microphone. Yeesh. So it was either going to be all the stuff, her, or the microphone that was about to fall. One of them's got to go. And it was gravy, unfortunately. It was gravy. Gravy's got to go. She's just a noisy podcaster. I keep talking to her about it, but she takes after me. What can I say? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about... Gender. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were talking about being locked in our homes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly uh, on the, the the conversation for now. This is a we're going to even though like there is a thing later down our list of notes that will be just us angry for a long time. I promise that this is a good vibes podcast. Oh, absolutely. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. And yeah, I, I I hate to say that not much has changed for me. I I already prefer working from home. I'm kind of stoked that I get to do it full time. I wish it was under better <laughs> circumstances. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. I I'm like, well, maybe when this is all over, that'll just be an option I have all the time. Um, try, you know, it's just trying to keep positive thoughts at all times. But yeah, so I'm, I'm working from home. And oh now, my goodness. Gra- Gravy is being very uh, loud in the background. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's, I, can see, I can see it picking up. That's why I'm apologizing for it. I love and respect Gravy. And I cut all of your audio out unless you're speaking, so it's fine. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm so sorry. I just ruined that bit then. No, it's very good. What was I saying? Oh, working from home. I'm working from home, and I'm not going out to theaters, which they're closed anyway. Last movie I saw in theaters was Swallow, which is also the reason I keep saying yeesh, because I couldn't stop saying yeesh while watching Swallow. Holy shit. <laughs> I have no idea what that's about. It's a, it's a, it's a movie about a woman who starts compulsively swallowing things in her home. Oh no. As a metaphor for having no agency as a woman in her marriage or oh. her life. Uh it's good. That sounds good and really stressful. It, it yeah, it is. That's one of the few like releases I haven't heard shit about coming to to digital early. Hmm. Cuz Bloodshot's already going to be on digital next week and mm-hmm. Emma is Emma's out like today. That was a good movie. Anyway. And that's that's based on like the the classic novel of the same name, correct? Yes, the Jane Austen. Um, it's nice to see Anya Taylor Joy do something that isn't fucking harrowing, because she was in The Witch, and then she was in Split, and she's just done a lot of horror movies, and then she gets like one nice comedy, and like cool, hmm. yeah, you wear those fancy dresses and you be mean to rich people. <laughs> yes, sounds like a a nice role. Yeah, it's great. Anyways, this is not a movie podcast. Rain, how how uh, <laughs> how are you hanging in there? Um, well, I am still going to work. Uh, I cannot work from home for one of my jobs because um, I need a bunch of big machines. So I'm still still reporting in there. But all of my other stuff was already work from home anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just trying to stay home as much as possible. 
Um, I did sign up for a our like local mutual aid fund though, and delivered groceries to a family the other day. Hell yeah! Since I'm like we're in the the low risk group, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's been like one one thing that made me feel like slightly more positive. Um, <laughs> that's just good. like okay, yeah, like all right, I can I can help a little bit, so. Yeah, other than that, just a, a washing my hands so much. God. So much. God. I God the I, God the hand washing. <laughs> I, I have become very close with a bottle of hand sanitizer in in, oh, yeah. in the recent weeks. If you don't know what we're talking about, there's there's a oh. virus going around. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this like I don't know, way later and you somehow forgot or you're a time traveler and you're just like, ah, I guess I'll check in on this gender podcast. You know. Yeah, it's it's March twenty first, twenty twenty, and there's a worldwide pandemic occurring. Yes, <laughs> and in the midst of that, we're going to talk about gender, uh, gender, because we can, <laughs> we need, all need to get our minds off of it. Yes, this is probably not going to be that different from a regular episode of this podcast. I just despite what we're talking about right now, um, and it's weird too because I'm thinking I'm thinking like we have one big thing on the docket for today, and I think everyone knows what it is. Um, <laughs> So much so that I, I already said this. I think I think I posted this somewhere online, but I was like, should we take a month off since everything's kind of weird? And then this happened, and I was like, we have to talk for two hours. <laughs> but uh, that, so it's weird that despite... You, I think you specifically were like, I am setting two hours aside. Yeah, I, <laughs> you were like, plan for I'll be it. up early. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing push-ups before the recording. <laughs> Get your blood rolling. Despite everything... That still happened. <laughs> like, like certain things just keep like I, there was like a trailer for a new movie. And I was like, what is happening? How? Like, why? Yeah, it's it's uh, very much like in the same way when you're dealing with like a like a huge, strong personal loss and like just seeing the world continue to move around you. And it just feels so incredibly jarring when it's just like your your brain knows that something horrible is happening. And you're like, yeah, well, like movies are still gonna go out and it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's like seeing like seeing stuff be rescheduled is, is one thing. And I'm just like, my hope you don't have to reschedule that a second time or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's particularly weird to see whole ass industries just like like I understand that like, you know, they're profit driven and they're gonna try and stay afloat. But we live in a society. We live in a society of painted on the Joker makeup. But it's <laughs> Joe, wash it off. It's been like a month. Oh yeah, acrylic's bad. Bad for your skin. I forgot. <laughs> um, I. It's just yeah. It's just very bizarre to see like certain things just straight up not acknowledge what's going on. Which I don't know. I don't have an end thought to this statement. It's just weird. <laughs> it is. Yeah. On that note, let's start not acknowledging it. Yes. I want to talk. I want to talk about the follow up of uh, of my dad's story. Return to regularly scheduled uh, gender gender content. Um, let's talk about all the things we wrote down bef- bef- like three weeks ago. Yes. So last time on they them theirs, I talked about uh, holding up fingers when my parent, uh, specifically my dad, misgenders me because he used to do that when I was a kid for saying like too much when I was like sixteen, etc. It has been working super, super well. <laughs> you love, you love uh, to see it. I do love to see it. I absolutely love to see it. Um, and he's been bringing it's. It's been 
clicking with him in new ways, I think, because of that. And he has been, even though he already like uses it in his, his daily uh, life, as many of us do, like we're already used to using singular they, mm-hmm. but when he looks at me, that's when his, his brain just like trips him up. So there was an instance where he was he's trying to explain to my mom what I was doing while I was doing it with the finger putting up thing. And he said, they are putting a finger up every time I call they the wrong thing. And I was like, yay. And then I was like, wait, no. <laughs> and I had to like re-explain that to him. But yeah, he's been doing really well. I'm very like, it just warms my heart. Obviously, it's a big deal for me. Um, Yeah. And he's yeah, he brought up a really great question, though, when we were out and about the other day. Uh, is that there, he he was like, well, what do I call you when I'm introducing you to someone? Because he was like, I don't want to call you my kid or offspring, because I guess to him that didn't feel like, I don't know, cool or proper enough. I don't mm. know what his personal reasoning is. But he was, he, was, he was searching for a non-binary equivalent of daughter or son. And I was like, welcome to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. like I was like, you're, you're catching up. I, I'm like, is it, is it because you're not a child? So kid sounds weird. Right, yeah, like, I'm almost 30, so I, I think he doesn't want to be like, this is my kid. Mm-hmm. My, this is, I mean, it's <laughs> this still, is my, this is my adult child. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's still accurate, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that is the conversation. There isn't a word for that exact, like, like, the, the terms son and daughter do not in any way indicate age the way kid and children seem to. So. Right, yeah, they seem a lot more uh, juvenile. Yeah. Coincidentally, this conversation happened about three minutes after I had to explain to him what the phrase side bitch meant. Um, And he was like, he made a joke about like, can't call you son or daughter. And then he was like, side bitch. And I was like, absolutely not. Um, (laughs) So that was pretty good. Great joke. Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like, very funny. Don't ever say that again. (laughs) People might have just heard you. Yeah. Well, that's uh, good news. That's it gets a good. Yeah, that's a good it, thing. It wasn't. It was. It's nice. It's good. Good and nice. I appreciate the effort he's putting in. Yeah, I could. I could especially see like two stubborn parents responding poorly to like because the, the. I think the reason that it works is because you're grappling with the frequency, <laughs> like how often you do it without <laughs> probably without thinking about it. Yes. And I, I, I could see parents being like, "Stop reminding me that I'm." fucking up and just being like all right yes all right yes i i get it and grappling with it that way is i think good right yeah i i know that this definitely wouldn't work for everyone by by any means but in this specific case it's working real well and you and you love you love to see it you love to see things working for for the best (laughs) i really do most of the notes for for today's board are from you so Which is just, I, I did, like, do some, some light Googling and say, like, what's going on? And just nothing, nothing was good. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing made me, like, be like, all right, this is a thing I'm going to give spotlight towards. So just a lot of, a lot of just casual things on the list here today. But the next thing Extremely. you have, the next thing you have here is a TikTok that I, I don't even, I haven't even seen it. You haven't seen it? I don't think so. Well, I might have. Okay. Now it's going to be the fun part of the show where I have to look up a TikTok and then send it to you and then we get to wait for your live reaction. Mm-hmm. This might not even be a TikTok. I'm just using, I'm not using the word Vine to describe a video oh. under two minutes anymore because it's an expired 
for no not not format, but we Vine is Vine has died. Plankwitch is fucked up that I know exactly what you're <laughs> talking about when you say you know, that like you know what I mean though. I, I, I can no longer use Vine to describe a six second video regardless of the source of the video. Right, like this. I don't think this is actually a TikTok, but it's just a, a, a thirty-two short, second video. Yeah. Like the way, in the same way that we don't say like I'm looking at a picture on the internet, we just say meme, regardless of whether or not it's a meme. And that bugs me. I'm gonna be honest. What? No, that's fair. Get I, bugged. Let's talk about it. I I, I am bugged. <laughs> it's not like it doesn't matter, but it's like it's like <laughs> a very tiny part of me. I'm like, well, if you just like. Post a thing that you took a picture of yesterday and only six people see it. That's not a meme. A meme in some way is, is I think, describing a scale in which people have seen it and like reused it. Like memetic. Okay, so memetic is a word that has meaning. Anyways, please show me the TikTok. <laughs> which I, so which I believe is a character from Diddy Kong Racing. TikTok? I think, I think that's the turtles. I'm looking it up. Diddy Kong racing turtle. <laughs> you sound so pissed. Tip top! God damn it! <laughs> you played yourself. I played my fucking self. Tip top the turtle. What's, who's TikTok? That, that does TikTok. I, oh, is what I we think, call short video. I think. <laughs> Just watch it. Hold on. Is it tick, TikTok clock? Is that what I'm thinking of? T- oh, TikTok clock is a. Is a it's Mario 64. Um. TikTok Diddy Kong Racing, though. I, that's something, right? You're absolutely just thinking of Tip Top. TT. <laughs> TT is the, is the clock. No. Apparently, in Diddy Kong Racing DS, he is referred to as TikTok. I'm not a maniac. This is real. <laughs> okay, I believe you. His name's TikTok, but he's called TT. That is confusing and i can't believe in the same game with tip top (laughs) anyways please show me your your cat video (laughs) i sent it to you like where is it where is it on twitter Uh, go to your fuck of all the of all the things in front of me twitter is not one of them (laughs) i'm so sorry that's the only place i know where to find it that's okay oh i think you did send me this i did that's what we've been saying I was talking about the turtle and a clock. <laughs> you were on a whole other thing. I, I don't even know if I've heard this remix of We Are. That's what I'm that's what I'm grabbing <laughs> onto in this TikTok. Which is of a, course which is. is a TikTok. It has the watermark on it. Oh thank God. Okay. But yeah, so the cat knocks down like uh yeah, a whole year of, of a manga. year's worth of one piece. And then so it so I can have the shelf all to itself. It's very great. This is a, this is a cat that you would qualify as a gravy. Yes. Yes, that's a uh, classified gravy. Which is my, my favorite uh, type of SCP, is a gravy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, great TikTok. Great, great, great tip top. I will never, I will never ever put a TikTok on the list of podcast things to talk about ever again. Look, look, this. look, I've, I've processed it. I've moved on. I just had, you know, I, had to, I just had to get through it. We've all gotten over it now. We've all gotten through it together. Yes. Now you can tell me what all of these letters mean. Oh, you're highlighting the name Seaberg. Yep. Which is a film. I'm going to Google right now so I can be more specific. 
uh, Seaberg is a movie uh, that I guess <laughs> this is not a movie. Podcast. This is not a movie podcast. It's the reason it's on here is because for seemingly no reason, there's a trans character in it. And I just am like still thinking about it, um, which is like it's a it's a movie about Gene Seaberg, an actress, uh, Kirsten Stewart. Kristen Stewart shit plays. <laughs> I'm so bad. Like I'm that that that's like the number one name I will always fuck up is if your name is Kirsten, I will say Kristen. And if it's Chris and I will say Kirsten. I don't know why that really got me, but it did. I'm sorry that it got you. Gene Seberg. <laughs> no, it was the way the way you said fuck about it. It's just like clear that this has happened more than once. Oh, it's it's my whole life. I it's not a great movie, but there is a moment, and I don't know if this is just, like, true to the characters, but there's just, like, she's at a dinner with someone, and he has a, like, it's it's also not addressed in dialogue at all. It just seems to be, like, they're, like, there's a girl sitting there, and it's, and they're talking about a son who is not there, and it's, I'm just, like, am I reading between the lines? And then they yell at them and then they leave and i'm like all right that's definitely what was happening but also that the angry shitty dad is using the right pronouns at everything and yelling about at at his daughter and using she her pronouns and i'm like this sucks but it could suck worse i don't know how i feel about this why it's in the movie and then it's gone it never comes up again i have no idea why it's included that is so weird so strange so strange and i mean it's a wholly unfocused movie to begin with but uh that adds to it and I figured I'd mention it because it's like, okay, there's, I, I, I think that's a trans character who isn't actively misgendered, even though it is trying to depict a transphobic relationship. Mm-hmm. And then it's just gone. And then it just never mm. comes up again. Why was this included? Uh, weird. That's weird. Thinking emoji. I wrote down thinking emoji next to it. You did. I really appreciated that. I couldn't. I don't know if I can put emojis in, in Google Docs. I think you can. I have to. I have to not think about it, or else this whole episode's going to be us <laughs> trying to put emojis <laughs> in Google Docs. Some uh, on, on a on a different trans character in popular film, and by that I mean this next one's actually popular. Tokyo Godfathers. That movie is so good. It's a great movie. I love it. I saw it for the first time recently because uh, it returned to theaters however many weeks ago. Feels like three months ago, but it would have been like two weeks. Uh, but Tokyo Godfathers is, oh, I want to say, I don't remember which movie. My brain is saying third. I might be wrong. But it's directed by Satoshi Kon. It's a great movie. It casts, or uh, it, it's one of the main characters is a trans woman. And for they, they did an English or they redubbed it in English recently with this a uh, re-release in theaters, and they cast a trans woman to play the character, Hana. That actress's name is Shakina Nafak. I think that's great. I think that's super cool. It makes it, sense. It is a very good decision on their part to do that. Yeah. Seems like obvious, of course. Thank you for adding the big thinking emoji. You're so welcome. Um, I'm here for you. But yeah, I uh, wish I saw the movie sooner, but it's great. Um, I think Hana is a great character. And I think, uh, I, 
I was Googling, like, do people like Hana? Do people think it's good representation or not? It seems to be a gray area where Satoshi Khan is just, like, depicting transphobia and, like, kind of, like, fr- framing it as bad, but also, like, there's this gray area where it's, like, some of it's just depiction, right? And it's, like, I don't know. I think I think Hana's great. Like, none of these characters are perfect. They're all They're all kind of real people, which is kind of the thing about his movies so it's like yeah yeah, she's a trans woman she's super nice she's also mean to certain people sometimes throughout the movie because she's a human being yeah and she deals with a lot of shit too yeah also yeah they're all also homeless right that's the whole thing um it's it's a i yeah i would agree like hard agree that they're all very like real characters um and that like there is there are depictions of transphobia but it's like how she's dealing with them too. Um absolutely. And I and I think that I don't think any of it's really played for comedy. I don't think. Um the closest I, I can think of is like there's there's a I think it happens two or three times in the movie where someone calls her like uh I don't remember the exact phrase, but it was like cuz I they say something and her response is I'm fine with you saying shit, but don't call me pops or something. And I mm-hmm. like that where it's like, you can say any shit about you want about me as long as it's not transphobic, as long as it's not misgendering. Right. Yeah. And that, and he, and even then, like some of the other main characters do misgender her and it's not always grappled with. It lands in such a real way. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Cause you don't, yeah. you can't fight every single battle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sometimes why it's like, that's, Sometimes you just, like, deal with it. You're just like, okay, I just gotta get out of this room. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, that... Talking about that reminds me of Lady Bird, which is, for all I... Like, my interpretation of it is just a movie about a cis woman who wants to be called Lady Bird instead of her given name. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting watching that movie and thinking about when... Like, because the movie is about her relationship with her mom. Laurie Metcalf robbed for Best Supporting. Uh, But... It's it's interesting, like, tracking that movie of when she, like, she calls her Lady Bird and when she doesn't. And, like, w- right, like yeah. what that means about the mom character. <laughs> and, like, she's like, I'm going out of my way to show attention and affection. And all the other times I'm just operating kind of on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's, that's very relatable. This is not a movie podcast. It's not. Tokyo Godfathers is about three uh, very different homeless people who are sort of uh, temporarily living together, mm-hmm. uh, coming across a baby in the trash, and then the story of how they handle and deal with that, mm-hmm. taking care of it, and et cetera. Um, yeah, I believe it takes place on either Christmas Eve or Christmas or both. It's absolutely a Christmas movie. It's it... there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of imagery of like that's that's because uh, it, it's because it starts with the uh, scene like the manger imagery. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's fascinating too because like a lot of the the catalyst of the story is Hana being like, "I'm never gonna get have a kid. That sucks." And then the kid shows up and she's like, "This is a miracle. This is a Christmas miracle. I have a kid yeah. now." Yep. Am I in a position to have a child take care of it? No, but <laughs> but I have been given this gift. Yeah, great movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Um. So if you got to see it in theaters, happy for you. If not, go like rent it or something. I've been using a lot of, uh, I already use my library a lot for all the movies I watch, but um, I've been getting real familiar with what's available on their 
online services. Um, so if you have a library card, see if your library is connected to Hoopla or Canopy or both, and just start perusing, or uh, get a Netflix trial, or uh, find a friend who has one, or or do what um uh, some of my friends have done, which is make a Discord server uh, <laughs> where people just like because a Discord is like lightened up their streaming restraints, I guess. Um, where basically it used to be ten people could watch one person stream in a in a voice channel, but they upped mm-hmm. that to like fifty. Which, which Holy of course, shit. which of course means I'm now doing regular screenings of cats for people, like every other day, if not, not daily. No, no, no. I, I mean, if if there was a demand, <laughs> I would happily do it that You're regularly. Extreme, extremely generous with the cats content. It's fun. That's the that's the most accurate description of the movie. Is that it's <laughs> it is a fun thing to watch, especially with a group of people. I, I tweeted about it afterwards, but yeah, Cats is best viewed in a Discord call where everyone's singing along, but with different latency. Oh, God. It's fucking adds to the disaster. Anyways. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, streaming, stream sharing, watching things with friends has been great. But yeah, if you're, if you're looking for, for time to kill, or, or looking for things to watch when you, don't, when you can't go out, there's a lot of free services out there, Canopy, Hoopla. Uh, with connection to libraries. I know a lot of places have like increased to their free trial links, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Not much, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a uh, seven, or I almost said seven weeks. You can get seven days, aka one week of uh, yes, Twitch ma'am. online, right? <laughs> God damn it. It's like, it, it brings me such joy every single time. <laughs> as long as it, as long as it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But yeah, one of these days, I, I'm like waiting for the right time to get my Criterion channel trial where I'm just like, I have a lot of stuff already that I'm planning to watch, so I'll save it for when I'm like ready to dig into their catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they they have three uh, Celine Siama movies, two of which I haven't seen. Because I talked about Girlhood last time. That's That's one of them. That's up there on the Criterion channel. They have a two-week free trial. Great movie. And then her other... Two movies that are on there are Tomboy and Water Lilies, which are also both about gender. Mm. But I haven't, I haven't seen them. I've heard great things. I'm looking forward to watching them. I probably talk about them next time because chances are I'll get around to it by then. But uh, yes, also Portrait of a Lady on Fire, also hers. Great fucking movie. Oh yeah, you had that in the the media section. Yeah, that's at, yeah. At the bottom is all the like movie recommendations, but I keep my brain keeps going to movies anyway because. I'm in hell. <laughs> Just like at least half of your brain is a theater operating 24-7. It sucks. I mean, it's great, but it makes this show particularly like different than it was before. <laughs> We're, we are all operating with different filters in place right now. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, anyways. Anyways. Those are, those are the two movies I had written down that specifically talked about gender within them. Hmm. Wait a minute. What's this? You're gonna beep 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 Sonic Fox update. Oh shit! Man, I always wanted like jokingly say friend of the show, but like legally I cannot. Sonic Fox won the the Mortal Kombat World Championship. Idol of the show. Yeah. We're the the big fans us of the show. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're big we're big fans of them. They came out in their fursuit, wrapped in a trans flag, and then just like grabbed the mic and said vote Bernie. Which was really great. So great. Oh, uh, I wish I had screen capped this with the date, but I didn't. I don't know. I don't remember what date that was, but it oh, was yeah. when when things were better. Yeah, like that, two, that, two that, weeks that, ago probably. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's oh, every day is is three is seven years long. Yep. Uh, we're, yeah, we're using dog ears still. Yeah, uh, your your screenshot says eight hours, which is just that's it was eight hours ago when you screenshotted it. But mm-hmm. I can just pretend that things are still that good. Yeah, we can pretend that this was eight hours ago. Yeah. And the glow is fresh. There's also the other the other side of that fucked up cursed coin is uh oh god that was only eight hours ago, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so- Sonic Fox is always a light in trying times. <laughs> Beautiful transfery light in trying times. Yeah, God bless. Should we should should we turn our our quarter into <sighs> whatever the opposite of that is? Yeah, I think it's time. So. This is this is the most like angry thumbnail YouTube video this podcast is probably ever gonna feel for me. Yeah, this is like I don't I don't even know where to fucking start or how to I'm just staring I'm, wi- I'm just I'm staring at a big thinking emoji right now and I'm like, <laughs> me too, but holy me, shit. Me. Except don't touch your face. Yeah. yeah. Um like yeah just dip my hands in hand sanitizer so i can touch my face for a thinking emoji because holy shit so marvel marvel y'all ever heard about marvel y'all heard about the comics publisher marvel y'all heard about this marvel all right so march 17th it's the 21st when we are recording this sorry my midwestern lips got in the way on that one (laughs) march 17th Introducing the new New Warriors. The classic team reunites to mentor a new generation of heroes. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So I've post I I put the link in our notes and we'll put it in the show notes. I, we'll I'm just going to in the show notes. If you too. don't know what you were talking about, just click off now. Have a better day. <laughs> I, if, also, congratulations for not somehow hearing about this online. So, okay, there's a couple different aspects of this we need to talk about. Firstly, we've got some some cool teen warriors. This is like a teen vigilante comic. There are five new teen vigilantes. Their names are Screen Time, Trailblazer, Be Negative, Snowflake, and Safe Space. We're just going to put that out there. Sucks. So we're going to talk... We're- <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Before we talk about anything else, before I have to continue scrolling past this cover art, I need to say that I'm pretty sure that whoever did the cover art, I can't, I cannot for the life of me. Oh, wait, I think that's it right there. Okay. The cover artist for this one and the character, like design artist, two different, two different people. The cover art in this, uh, we're going to be talking about Snowflake and Safe Space primarily. Our, mm-hmm. our focus. I'm an only child, so I can't verify this. But according to everyone I have talked to, this is not how siblings interact. No, nah, it doesn't doesn't know. Do you think they knew? Do you think they just didn't like didn't know that they're siblings? Do you think they thought maybe they were married? I, I mean, there is some body language. It's there. 
it's there. It's there. There's some body language that's there that doesn't, to me, personally, scream, we're twins. No. Nothing about it. Nothing, literally, nothing about it. Nothing, nothing I'm looking at, to me, says we're related. Look physically like twins, but they are not interacting in a way that I think looks like twins. No. <laughs> They're just really tightly holding each other. There's a hand on the small of the back. There's like a... I, I swear to God, Joe, now is the time for movie brain. What movie poster is this pose on? Because it's on probably 600. That's, the, that's, the, are, that's the thing my brain just fucking shuts down. Because it's like, I don't none know. Of them are about, none of them are about twins. No. That's not how twins. That's not how twins. That's not how twins. So let's put, let's put that grievance in a box. Lock it away. And kick that under the bed. That's not how twins. That's not how twins. If you Google, uh, if you do a Google, a hot Goog image search, holding waist romantic. It's the same it, post. It, it's like 85% of them. All right. So that's, that's, not, that's, that, that's not how twins. That's, that's not, not how twins. Okay. That's not how twins. All right. <laughs> grievance in the box, put it away, threw it in the river. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I was Pandora, we would all be dead. All right. So, um, so like, like, uh, we have to move on to grievance too. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to withhold most grievance until actually reading the comic okay. but this these are grievances that a, were pulled that these are grievances based on press releases these are homegrown grievances based on press releases mm-hmm. say say that once advanced <laughs> advanced screening grievances <laughs> i well i we do we do have to talk primarily about uh snowflake and safe space but i do want to touch on screen time <laughs> It's just that they, 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 just, they just sound bad. I just don't even like saying the names. All of, okay, so all of the names are supposed to have a similar ring to it. That is mm-hmm. completely intentional. So um, screen time. A lot I'm, of I'm S's. Them, a lot of S's. Again, that's intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, a meme-obsessed super teen whose brain becomes connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas. This is, this is what if... What if Danny Phantom was made today? <laughs> so it would suck because Butch Hartman is like a monster. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay. So in regards to the name, though, and this is the this is the quote from the writer: the word "screen time" is only ever used in a sort of restrictive sense, and because we're doing a story about teenage rebels, a lot of the names are about teens fighting against labels that are put on them. So with screen time, we liked the idea that he has infinite screen time. Mm. When I first heard these na- the names Snowflake and Safe Space, and I was like, oh, we're, this is real, we're doing this, I was like, the only way that this could be explained is that they're trying to do, like, oh, we're reclaiming uh-huh. these phrases. Uh, absolutely. Right. So that's the, that, and that is the direction that they're going. Yeah. So here's what they have to say about that. So Snowflake is the non-binary twin. Snowflake has the blue hair and costume and ice powers. Uh, Snowflake, cryokinetic, Snowflake shape shuriken projectiles. Um, Safe space can do force fields, but only when he is protecting others. Which is a little on the nose, but that's cool. 
They see their superheroics as a post-ironic meditation on using violence to combat bullying. Their names are similar to screen time. It's this idea that these are terms that get thrown around on the internet that they don't see as derogatory. They mm-hmm. take these words and wear them as badges of honor. I can only... I, can... <laughs> per- I, I, I only personally feel that way about safe space. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, why would a space not be safe like that seems like a like that's a weird thing to weaponize screen time weird gray area everyone has different feelings on like that's i I primarily hear screen time talked about in terms of like children yeah i wouldn't put snowflake safe space and screen time on the same level absolutely of like negative connotation at all snowflake like saying hey New non-binary Marvel superhero named Snowflake sounds like a parody. It sounds like a fucked up weird parody. Because it's like a thing that like, why would you think that's a thing that can be it, yeah, that's not, reclaimed it in this circumstance at this time by these people? Right. Um, safe space, to me, that doesn't feel like something I like. I think you just said it does. To me, it doesn't feel like something that's I, like, I don't I don't think it needs to be reclaimed because it's not something that's like been taken unless i'm completely unaware like i feel like that one like i still see like yes people make jokes about it like i've heard people be like oh this is a safe space when they're being like obviously shitty about stuff but definitely not in the same way that some like people are called snowflakes in a a way that's like just used to completely invalidate whatever they're saying Mm -hmm. I, I usually hear them in the same breath. Like, I, I hear, like, I'll, I'll read tweets about, like, do you need it? Like, in, in the same breath, someone would call someone a snowflake. They would say, do you need a, a safe space or something like that? And it's like. Right, absolutely. And, and it's like, that that's such a weird thing to weaponize because it's just like, yeah, I mean, spaces should probably be safe. I like, it, it's like, it, it's a, it's like the bare minimum, like, being, being so callous to marginalized peoples to actively want spaces to not be safe like just the bare like not even like safe specifically for any like like the the word safe is so general just be like yeah it's it, it feels like a like a weird non-insult like yeah it's no yeah it's so weird and uh fucking like, like oh you care you care about stuff and it's like y- yeah i sure do like it, do- it, it doesn't feel like it, that like i I don't feel like I need to reclaim caring. Yeah, uh, it's it's a weird. Um, it, it's a, yeah, it's it's certainly on a different tier, I think, because it's not like a, a, a it's not rooted in the person so much as like a weird. It, it's like indistinguishable from parody because it's just like it's just a, describing a place that is okay to be in. Um, right. But I will yeah, say, like, like last year, we did see like a wide release movie called No Safe Spaces. From, and I mean, I don't blame anyone for not knowing about this because it's a nothing. It doesn't exist. But it's it's like a bunch of comedians being hateful for money uh, called called No Safe Spaces. So, like, I don't know. I, 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 I may, Maybe they are seeing it and thinking it does need to be claimed. But uh. well, I don't know. I mean, again, this, these are just our personal feelings on it. Yeah. So, yeah, I snowflake, though, I feel like. Oh, one big thing that we haven't addressed about the character design: these are uh, black twins, mm-hmm. um, and the the writer and artist are both uh, white men. 
Um, yep. So I have definitely seen in response to this a lot of really cool, interesting takes on uh, what a black non-binary ice-powered superhero would look like from some black non-binary people. So that's been cool. And let's see, what else to say about their designs? Yeah, they definitely, like, they look like twins. Um, Their costumes, respectively, are all blue and white, or blue, white, and black, and pink, white, and black. Mm, interesting. I, <laughs> I really wish there was any other colors involved. Mm. It In a vacuum, it's cool. Is it? But this ain't. <laughs> I'm. I don't. I don't know if like using black, white, yellow, and purple would have been like annoyingly on the nose because like I'm not saying that. Oh, you're a non-binary superhero. You you're you character have, you design have to has have to purple and yellow. Yeah, you have to be about being non-binary. Like I don't want that either. But just the fact that it's pink and blue and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um. Maybe they just didn't right. fucking think about it, honestly. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> there's a, there's the a name. lot of things that kind of feel like maybe they just didn't fucking think about it. And also, we do not know how much input who had on these things. Yes. These these could have been designed completely by committee. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I haven't. We haven't. I'm looking forward to reading the comic because I want to know. Um, yeah, it, it's certainly a curiosity that I don't have, but I understand you wanting well to i mean we're it. we're and we're going out of our way to talk about it on the show i feel like it's the least i can do is abs- like to read it and report back mm-hmm. um there was there was something i was gonna watch for the show and i've already forgotten about it so maybe i won't <laughs> but <laughs> i i just remember thinking that recently being like ah, i should watch that to so i can so i can like speak to mm-hmm. its quality on the show i don't remember what it is so apologies <laughs> Let's see. Safe Space is a big, burly, sort of stereotypical jock. He can create force fields, but he can only trigger them if he's protecting someone else. Snowflake is non-binary and goes by they, them, and has the power to generate individual crystallized snowflake-shaped shurikens. Okay, this is a sentence that tripped me up. The connotations of the word snowflake in our culture right now are something fragile, and this is a character who is turning it into something sharp. Mm. Yeah. That was that was the, that was the sentence where you could have sold me on you, how you're representing this using the name, and you did that doesn't do it because I don't think it's something. I don't think the connotations of the word snowflake are something fragile. No, I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, I think that's a weird misinterpretation of like it's that's the thing. It's like I understand what they're getting at, but I can tell from. Or I mean, this isn't the text. This is the, a press release where they're being interviewed about the text. But right, like right, fr- right. from this, you're talking about it like an outsider. So I don't know if you should be the person doing it. Right. And this is the writer. Yeah. So I don't, uh... maybe there's just a terrible public speaker. Because <laughs> I this is a completely unrelated comparison. But like sometimes I listen to Pete Wentz interviews and I'm like, do you are you just having an off day? Because your music speaks <laughs> so much more than you are able to yeah. articulate. So I don't know, but I mean, this is this is Marvel. I feel like there. I don't know. I I expect nothing from Marvel at this point. So it seems like them trying. Like this, and this is a very bad faith reading to just say, oh, they're attempting to cash in by making characters who have marginalized identities and are this and that 
and just having no nuance and tact and assigning the same privileged people to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I that, that I I acknowledge that can be a bad faith reading because I haven't read the the, the thing. Um, it comes out April fifteenth, by the way. I'm just saying that's certainly how it looks from my seat. Yeah. Also, the fact that like the combination of words you have to Google to even find this character brings up so much nasty, nasty shit. Yeah, I can't... Oh, fucking Marvel Snowflake has got to be a cursed fucking goog. It's an absolutely cursed goog. It's a really Jesus just Christ. haunted goog. Like... Yeah, you the, have to like, do, like, fucking... Non-binary Marvel Snowflake. snowflake. Safe, safe space. Like, it's... Yeah, that... We, wait, is this a prank, actually? It, that, I... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember who said it in the in the Discord, but it was like it is indistinguishable from a from an alt right parody. Is like oh, that's like God. at least on at least on on paper. Like looking at the, I mean, the whole thing's gonna be on paper, haha, ha, jokes. But it's, <laughs> I, it, it's upsetting. The press release is bad, and like it's interesting that like it's so tone deaf because this is a company that surely had to see how certain vocal fans responded to Captain Marvel, which all it did wrong was star a woman. Mm-hmm. Literally that move, like that, that movie isn't as pro military as people talk about it, or certainly as much as the trailer made it seem. Yeah. I actually think that movies attempt to say, Oh, maybe the things I've been fed my whole life are bullshit. It's kind of interesting. It's like halfway there. Um, cause it's a Marvel movie, <laughs> but right, right, right. Like that's the thing is like pe- like people saw that and it's like it's the same movie it's the same origin story it's just a woman is the badass instead of a man and people fucking review bombed it and called people who liked it snowflakes and asked them if they needed safe spaces and fast forward a year yep 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 and yep here we are and here we are it does <sighs> I don't know it's 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 tone deaf it's weird I don't know. It doesn't. It's, it doesn't feel like it's making anybody look very good. No, and I. I mean, I. I, I, s- I want to know if a single like non-binary person of color was consulted. Consulted as a sensitivity reader before yeah. this came out. God. I know that the artist. The artist is queer, but I don't believe that they're non-binary. Well, I commend you for the decision to give it a shot when it comes out. Least. I can do. Yeah. Well, I I also too, like we can, we can drag this press release, but I would like to know more hands on as well. Like I I would love to be able to like, like on the show, we talk about non-binary and trans representation that we see. Mm -hmm. Some of it's good. Some of it's not. Um, and we talk about why, and sometimes we make jokes about cats and, um, (laughs) and also the movie cats. But yeah, like, I mean, Press release seems bad. I want to know how bad. Like I like, yes, or or it's how a, good. Or maybe it's misleading, but I I don't know. I hope it's misleading. It was kind of a, like a a stinky press release. I always want things to be good. Like yeah, I, I, that's how I live my life at least. I I've <laughs> had this conversation with with some people in my life. I'm not cynical. It's just I'm very critical of things. Uh, that are bad. I would very much like things to be good. I go into, I go like e- even with a press release like this or a bad trailer for a movie. I go in 
I would love to, like, if I go in with bad expectations, I want to be proven wrong. <laughs> I would love for yeah, everything yes. to be good and be specifically in my tastes. So not a lot of it is. I would, I would just love a big panel of Snowflake talking right directly to me, explaining to me why this is good. Yeah. So, dingo's crossed. Ding, dingo's crossed. <laughs> I will at least read the first issue. Um, and then, I don't know. I don't know how long you'll stick with it to, to, to call it for the show, but I guess I'll, that depends I'll see good. how, I'll see what, what kind of flavor issue one leaves. Yeah. Now. If, yeah, if issue one's but, just like, so like dog shit that we just never pick it up again. Or if I'm like, this isn't for me. And you're like coming in issue six, like, Hey, it picked up. I don't know. I've stuck with some things that were terrible for much, much longer than six issues. I, fi- so. I finished Kill the Kill, so I have no room to fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, then they made Promare, which is pretty good. Which I still haven't seen. It's good. I, uh, I, should, I should pick it up so I can stream it to the group. All I, all I know is uh, hot gay boy fireman, robot fight, big mech, no shirts. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The end. Gallo is uh legendary himbo status, and this is true. Leo is a perfect twink. Hmm. Do you think that Beetlejuice is a himbo? Am I? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I I based you, on wait, my. What do you mean? What do you mean you haven't seen it? There's like three different things you could have watched. You haven't seen any Beetlejuice media ever. No, I. What? I. What? I've seen bits and pieces of the movie. What? The Tim Burton film. Okay. I haven't sat down and watched it. I will at some point because Blank Check did Tim Burton, so I'll watch all of his movies, uh, even the bad ones. But no, I've just never gotten around to it. There's a lot of things that I just haven't gotten around to. But based on my passing knowledge, I'm going to say, like, probably. Okay. When I. uh, Have you seen the show Community? Uh, yep, a little bit, a little bit. There is a, there, a, a joke that's, like, specifically catered to me is at, they, I don't remember if it was all in the first season or if it was been in the first two, but there was essentially three Beetlejuice references, and the third time it happened, someone in a Beetlejuice costume walks in the background, <laughs> and that's, like, precisely that's- my shit. That's really fucking good. I think it probably, it must have been like a Halloween episode if, if someone was that's, in that costume, but. That's really fucking funny. I love that. That's like, when you say Beetlejuice, that comes to mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's two. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up whenever I get around to watching that movie. I just, um, my brain right now, I somehow am getting into anime again. Like, I, I'm someone with a One Piece podcast and a Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast, but I don't consider myself into anime anymore. <laughs> Because I don't watch that much of it. Like, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I really like One Piece. I do more rewatching for the podcast than I do keeping up with the show. I'm rewatching Evangelion, which I liked in high school. But what I'm, what I'm doing for my Evangelion show is watching everything that Anno has directed. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to watch, like, Gunbuster, and then he didn't direct Die Buster, but for context, I'm watching Die Buster. But also on top of that, I was like, oh, he animated parts of uh nausicaa so i'm gonna watch oh shit nausicaa and i'm like hell yeah and i'm like shit maybe i should just watch all miyazaki stuff now yes because blank check also did miyazaki so i knew it was gonna do it eventually but i watched so i watched 
Castle of Cagliostro mm, and Nausicaa. I love that. And I think Miyazaki might be a good director, you know? Oh, hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have heard about this guy, Miyazaki. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, just uh, Miyazaki is another case of uh, things, a lot of things that I just have never gotten around to. Mm. Saw Spirited Away as a kid, thought it was the greatest movie ever made, and then just didn't see any more. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was great. I loved that. Oh, what? There's a bunch more? Eh, whatever. Yeah, I had a really had bad habit of just like, I'll get around to it. And now I'm just like, I have two free hours. I'm getting around to it now. Like, <laughs> it's just a, a character shift in the past uh, year and a half. I learned also yesterday that Hideyuki Yano is the like voices the main lead in the wind rises and that fucked me up oh man so i'm just like what <laughs> how <laughs> anyways they talk the man has like two acting credits and it's playing ultraman in his own short film in college and voicing yeah. the lead character in Hayao miyazaki's last movie <laughs> probably last movie that is like the the those are the bookends you want in a career absolutely um Anno's supposed to be directing an Ultraman movie. Uh, I hope that he again plays Ultraman in it. Like, that is mm. that is what I want. Um, I want it to just be a two-hour high-budget version of his fan movie from college. That would be pretty sick. We are the hosts of Got It Memorized, what used to be a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. We did the impossible and finished recapping all of Kingdom Hearts. The whole thing! Now, fueled by our own hubris, we've endeavored to recap other things. We've covered The World Ends With You, and now we've moved on to Final Fantasy X. After that, we'll do more tasks that humanity previously thought impossible, like creating cold fusion, accessing the Akashic Records, and folding a piece of notebook paper in half more than seven times. Find Got It Memorized on the Orange Groves Podcast Network, on your favorite podcast app, or do what we did, and approach a pulsing dark monolith in the middle of your city, promising otherworldly powers in exchange for audio catalogs of JRPG franchises by whispering the secret words of power, Got It Memorized. Blitzball! I do not remember how we got off the conversation. I needed coffee and I had to go slam a big rice crispy. Well, treat. no, I mean before that because we were taught we were ta- oh. we were we were doing a fucking Marvel hit piece and then <laughs> I don't I don't like being mean because it's it hurts me. You personally? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't like I'm, being mean, just, but there I, is a part of me that I'm, is just like if something deserves to be taken to task, I cannot stop myself yeah and also that was a lie actually i love being mean i just not in public you know you know repercussions um yeah i love i love to sew (laughs) but reaping (laughs) oh fuck damn anyways it is like it is like that though it did really do be like that they think they think it'll be like it is but it do but it do Marvel, yeah, I, I think I said something about a himbo and it's all downhill from there. But Marvel, just hire just hire non binary black artists to yeah. do the to do the thing, plus. Yeah. I don't know if we'll record before or after. Might uh just wait to record later in April so we can talk about the first issue. But uh yeah, I don't know. I would I would love for the press issue like the press release to just be completely like not indicative of what to expect and it to be all right or decent but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But what we can say with 100% certainty is that is not what twins do. That's not how twins do. That's not how twins do. <laughs> Uh, I might be an only child, but uh, that ain't what twins do. I'm trying to think if I know any twins. Are you, are you an Are you an only child? Do you have siblings? Good question. I never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Immediately, I, I open I open the door. You said that I'm shutting the door and I'm walking. I away. have a ton of half siblings, but like there was a weird gap between me and my older brother, so I kind of got treated like an older only child. Mm. It's just a whole mess. Long story. I'll talk about it to my therapist. Sounds great. I just love saying good question to things that should not be complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. Uh, anyways, close the book on Marvel. Put our grievances in a box. Just throw it in a river. There's, oh, God. Oh, oh okay. There it goes. Uh, it's compl- out the window all entirely. And, uh, you know. Now we're getting a, f- a fine for littering. I'll pay it. I was in the wrong. But Sir, please don't open that box. Please, Sir, uh, please, no, oh, no, my no. grievances. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're everywhere. Yeesh. <laughs> you know, despite despite everything, I'll go into it with as open of a mind as I can manage. And <laughs> we will be back. I'm 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 just going to. All right. Comes out on April 15th. You said put it in yep. my calendar right now. We're going to do it. We're going to record an episode on 420. <laughs> yes. It's a Monday night. I'm sure we'll be in high Whoa. spirits. Um, <laughs> All right. It's time to talk about anime. 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 Uh, why? Oh, I can't even read my own notes, Joe. I ex- I did a handwritten note. What is this? I was going to say, I can't read them either because they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. Unlimited anime. <laughs> I watched Beastars. Oh, hell yeah. I saw a lot of tweets about Beastars from people who said I understand furries now. Yes. <laughs> and I have. So, great. Uh, convince me why <laughs> I should watch it. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh. Um, <laughs> Does that mean it's know. not good, or do you just don't no. want to pitch me on a show? <laughs> I just don't think I can convince anyone to watch this show if they don't already want to watch it. So you think you think everyone has already decided, even people who do not know what Beastars is? <laughs> I think if you saw it and you brain, your brain didn't immediately click on a little light, then maybe you're just not going to watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen the one thing about the fountain. I don't know if that's the opening or a trailer. That's, it's kind of like the opening and like the start of the main plot. Okay, and I've heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. What have you heard? That it's good. <laughs> like, I've just, I've just heard a lot of positive, vague things, not like plot spoilers. And the one person saying they understand furries, but good things, but non-specific. I enjoyed it a lot. It's very horny. Oh, um, yeah. Like no, yeah. People said that about cats. Beastars is explicitly horny. Okay. I don't mean it in the like passing glances way. I mean animals are having sex in this. Oh, cool. <laughs> Not All right. Necessarily the word I would use, but yeah. I mean, is it not cool? Uh, that's just not the word I'd use for it. It just is something that happens. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it other than that. It happens. It is a, it is a thing that happens. Um, I think it's very much like a lot of people were making uh, Zootopia jokes about it, which ups, upset me, but like they're wrong, but also they're not wrong, but they are wrong. 
but it's a lot about like well zootopia is copaganda yeah i i mean like as it as in like a race relations between like mm. carnivores and herbivores and like that sort of thing tricky like, tricky coding about, territory it's, yes it's like coding territory and power dynamics in mm. those <laughs> in relationships and stuff like that the thing um, about Zootopia is that it, it's trying to be that. It's like it wants you to take it that that seriously, which I mm-hmm. think is immediate where it starts to fucking go downhill is because it's a, not great at it. Yeah, this this show. Does Beastars want to be taken seriously at all or is it just animals oh, fucking? It's, it's very serious. Oh, no. It's like it's it's not like too serious. Like it's funny and sweet and there's like cute shit that happens. What? Huh? <laughs> what do you want to say about it? It's, it's Zootopia for perverts. It's not Zootopia for perverts. Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're right. I just don't want to admit it. Well. <laughs> Our finest film critic. <laughs> Jacob is a really, a really goddamn good film critic. And maybe one day... The world will finally get the podcast that they deserve from just the two of us shouting about. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it's kind of Zootopia for perverts, um, but like, it's like serious. <laughs> but like, good. <laughs> He's like wildly giggling in the other room about it. It's <laughs> I can't be serious about it now. <laughs> it's it's all right. Um... Yes or no question? Do you recommend it to me? Oh, it's so rough. I don't know if you're into that kind of shit. Rough. Good animal joke. Ha ha. Answer the question. (laughs) Gun to my head. I cannot answer this question. (laughs) Okay. Like, so Jacob, Jacob and I watched it. He knew immediately that this was like not for him. He does not care about slice of life or drama or like romance anime. If there is not leveling up or like power battle fights, he doesn't give a shit, which like I can respect. He knows what he's into. Yeah. If you are into slice of life that goes from cute, horny to serious <laughs> race dynamics as told through <laughs> uh, a- animals, then go for it. See, that's like comparing oh, it to also Zootopia. It's, also, just... it's a murder, also, it's a murder mystery and they're all at drama school <laughs> because it is an anime. <laughs> uh-huh. See, on paper, that sounds like it could be good. <laughs> I'm like, um, that That could be for me. <laughs> but comparing it to Zootopia just makes me think, all right, cool. So it fucks it up <laughs> because Zootopia I did. I don't think it fucks it up. I don't think it fucks it up. It had some parts that legitimately gave me the fucking chills. And it's like, I mean, it's all about uh, carnivores versus herbivores. And the main thing is that it is every like, it's a meatless society. So all of the carnivores mm. are eating soy meat and stuff. So that's mm. why that is why like attack a carnivore attacking an herbivore is like a hugely grave sin. Mm. There's it, there's some cute parts towards the end. It gets like very intense. Also kind of just like gory. There's like mm. I said, it's a murder. It's a murder mystery. It starts yeah. with someone just getting straight up eight. Damn. Yeah. I might give it a shot if I am in the if I'm I'm fucking bad at TV is the thing. I think I, I watched all of it in like two evenings. I think it's only it, it, there is going to be a season two. Mm, I 
I, I don't I think it might be because all of the part of my brain that can deal with serialized fiction is dedicated to One Piece. Um <laughs> whereas now you just have a, a big, big brain disease in the shape of me on a bone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I I watch a shit ton of movies. Even long ones. Like three hour movie, <laughs> nothing. A, a season of a television show that is also three hours? Pff, I don't know if I can do that. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. That's so funny because I'm the opposite way, where I'm just like, I don't want to watch a movie. That's a whole thing for three hours. Fuck that. Can't do it. But then it's like, I'll watch this whole show and forget that time exists. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it's just because, like, you can find a stopping place easier. It's not as, like... I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, because I... I used to be that way. I used to be better at TV, and now I'm all, now I'm all in the movie zone. Um, I think it's because I like to get my investments out of the way. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> like I I am I get the full thing in a tighter package mm -hmm. rather than be really invested in the beginning and be fucked over in like a week. Anyways, One Piece is good. What was I gonna say about something? Don't know. It's gone. Thoughts? No thoughts. Head empty. Oh, Gunbuster. That's what I was saying about Gunbuster. I have to rationalize it as a three-hour movie and not a six-episode show, mm. or else I can't. I, or else I won't get around to it. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm probably gonna rewatch uh, FLCL as well, um, just for the full Gynex. Uh, oh hell yeah! Uh, context. Oh, speaking of which, this is actually my second uh, horrible hand scribbled note. Oh good. Uh, the pillows. The band. That the band. The, the band behind the anime behind the band. Um, the, the, all the music from FLCO is done by a Japanese uh, like pop rock band called The Pillows. They're very fucking good. They're extremely fucking good. And um, if you, like me, tried frantically as like a 11 or 12 year old to find their music online, I'm happy to report it is now all on Spotify. Yes. It's so good. I don't remember when they started putting stuff on Spotify, but I know I've been super stoked about it ever since um because sometimes i'm just sometimes i'm just in the mood for that shit it's great oh yeah um they just put a flcl album with mm -hmm. like all the music like a new 2020 version of that's real good nice. yeah because FL flcl is like only three hours long and i was just like I oh yeah that's like that's like barely longer than heat that's like five minutes longer than heat which is a movie i fucking love that's shorter than the irishman <laughs> Did you ever watch the second uh, FLCL season? I just no. remember that I, I never did. I was so excited about it, and then I just, like, watched it go past. I was on the fence. I was like, it's a pretty contained thing. I don't know if I'm interested, like... Like, it's 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 fascinating as a coming-of-age story that is, like, also born of Gynex not knowing what to do in the shadow of, of Evangelion. And I'm just like, do I want more of that? Is it the same director? I don't know if I care. And I... It, yeah, it came out, and I never heard anything about it. Yeah, me either. Ooh, I just disappeared. I'll I'll put that on my list. If I if I get stuck home from work, I'll put mm -hmm. uh, it's on my list. Um, do you have any other hand scrawled notes, or are we are we moving into uh, our the, the the part of the show where we're supposed to put our recommendations? <laughs> I mean, Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, talk to me about Animal Crossing, because that came out yesterday. Came out yesterday. <laughs> it's been so good. God, Thursday night, I looked at Twitter and I was like, oh, it must be past 12, um, because it was just a bunch of people posting the Eric Andre Let Me In meme. And, Absolutely. And, and the other half of my timeline was people explaining how to fix the error. 
And it was very clear that, like, these two halves of my timeline were not following each other. Because I remember sending you a, yes. a tweet. Like, I was just like, I, I saw you tweeting, let me in. And I saw another tweet below it explaining how to fix it. So I just sent that to you. And I was like, all right, talk to you Saturday. It was so perfect. It was hilarious. Yeah, like many other people, I pre-ordered a physical copy. Mm. Um, I have I have learned my lesson. I'm 28 years old, and I don't like digitally downloading games if I can avoid it now. Valid. <laughs> but especially when I know it's going to be like a juicy, double C thick game, mm-hmm. um, like Animal Crossing. Uh, but due to double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon game. <laughs> Um, due to the environment, uh, I didn't think it was right to go into a GameStop on Friday. And I had Well, I essential ha- retailer GameStop. <laughs> GameStop <laughs> Very mad. That's super mad. Um, yeah, so I I didn't pay for it. Like I didn't pay it off when I pre ordered it. Um so I just digitally downloaded it and then stayed up until midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a like a normal adult person. Um, I did it for Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, and it wasn't even worth it, so I don't blame you. <laughs> the thing with it's Animal been... Crossing is I've seen a lot of people be like, well, it counted as Friday, so I'm done with all my things I can do early. Oh, yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, because it was a digital download, I guess, uh, it wouldn't like register that it was Friday, quote-unquote. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the tweet you sent me... Which was just like go into the eShop, make the switch acknowledge what day it is, and then like mm-hmm. open the game. Just show, show your switch a calendar. Yeah, <laughs> just, just pull, like show your phone to your switch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I absolutely fell asleep playing. So uh, yeah. I woke up at like four in the morning, drooling, just being like, "Where am I? What is going on?" And I've been playing. I've been doing the online play with some friends, and I'm gonna do it again later. It's been <laughs> really, really fun. That's nice. That's good. It seems like a lot of people yeah. are like, like it's a lot of people are like, cool. I can, I can, I can hang out with my friends and I have a nice, calm, chill game that is satisfying. It's, yeah. It's a lot of the, uh, I keep forgetting the phrase and it's, I'm getting so angry at myself. The quality of life updates they have mm. made are really nice. There's a couple things where it's like, mm, I feel like you're doing, withholding this on purpose and I'll probably find out later. But so far, it's been a really, really great uh, head empty comfort food kind of game. Um, oh, yeah. The last one came out eight years ago. I was in college and I got like the special 3DS for it and was really, really excited. Played that nice. with like all my art school friends back then. Um, so, yeah, it's been a nice little mental getaway. But then I remember that I have work I'm supposed to be doing. It's all about balance. You'd think I'd be better as a Libra, but I'm not. I thought Libras are just indecisive. That's like the only thing I associate. Yeah, that's the joke. Thank you. That's the. Okay, cool. I didn't know <laughs> if it was sorry. literally just something I didn't know. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of Animal Crossing. I struggle with, uh, I, I, I struggle with like games that don't have hard-lined plots that are like like telling me a story or or doing something mm-hmm. weird when i was a kid i loved one harvest moon game and every time i've tried to get back into that game 
or Stardew Valley or any other game that's vaguely similar, I'm just like, eh, no, not for me. Yeah, those those are for me. Those are for me, actually. Yeah, and I'm I'm. Oh, those games? Those are for me. I'm and I'm. I cannot express how happy I am for you (laughs) and all of my friends who are out there kicking it on their islands. And I'm like, such a good time. And uh, the tables are going to turn when I'm posting about uh, Final Fantasy VII, and nobody gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Before that, actually, before like Final Fantasy comes out in April, and uh, before that. One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 comes out. And I'm a big fan of specifically One Piece Musou games. Um, mm. Pirate Warriors just, 3 is... Just is, did like a big eyebrow raisy thing that you couldn't see. Have you... did? You probably liked... I'm, I'm assuming that you... I don't know why I'm assuming that you played Hyrule Warriors, but do you like it? <laughs> um, I did play it a little bit and it was fun, but ultimately not for me. Okay. I... I I have bounced off of most Musou games, but something about One Piece, I'm just like, yeah, Luffy is the perfect Musou character because he's, I don't know why, he's made of rubber, yo ho ho, how'd that happen? He's just like, (laughs) it's it's great, it it just feels really fun to fight mobs, specifically as Luffy. But yeah, Pirate Warriors 3 is like legitimately one of my favorite games. I'm stoked on 4, Playable Bart is dope, Playable Carrot is surprising, Kaido and Big Mom are too big. So they're probably only going to be allowed on like one level. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to, to playing that. But yeah, I um I will be buying that digitally. Part I, I like buying things digitally, um, partly because I don't like leaving the house or waiting. Mm-hmm. But uh, Xbox, I have Xbox Game Share with uh, our friend of the show, Jory. Um, so <laughs> whenever either of us buy anything digitally, the other person can play it. Oh, that's really cool. Um, including at the same time and like in oh. multiplayer shit, like it's super lax. I love it. Uh, that's but nuts. yeah, it's the same with like I bought Kingdom Hearts three, and I was like, hey, I'm do I'm buying it on Xbox specifically, so you don't have to buy it. And I'm doing the same with uh One Piece. So hell yeah, looking forward to that. I told him that uh, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell him how far he can play, <laughs> which is probably <laughs> going to be impelled down because there's like a zero percent chance there's an Amazon Lily episode or, or game mm-hmm. level. Game level. Game level. Videos, and, James. Anyways, yeah, I, I played the, the Final Fantasy VII remake, and I was like, this is cool. I'll probably buy this game. I've been, I kind of haven't played very many video games in the last, like, year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Same. But yeah, it's nice to, I, I've never even fucking finished Pokemon. Like, I never finished Shield. And I'm like, should I do that? Now that I I'm... I think I, I didn't either. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm like, I have friend like, Andrew... Beat it, played it again oh, as a Nuzlocke. I did. I did. Oh God! Because we were talking about uh, the DLC characters, mm-hmm. and uh, I, even then, I was like, "Yeah, maybe one day I'll finish that game and play the DLC, so I can see Avery." And then I just have not touched it. And I took my when I was traveling, I took my Switch and just didn't play it. It's fucked up. Uh, I think I like read a book or some shit. What a fucking loser! Reading books. <laughs> Ugh. Reading is good. Um, reading's great. I've been trying to do it more. We're talking about media that we recommend again, so I guess we can swing <laughs> into our, our our third section on our notes, which is things that we've seen recently or would recommend. We've already done some of this. <laughs> but uh, I do have Porched of a Lady on Fire on here, which was coming to theaters. Now the theaters should be closed if they're not already. 
But uh, I know it's coming to Criterion Collection in June. I already pre-ordered it. Um, I'm excited for all the interviews and stuff with with Celine. I don't know when it'll be streaming. I don't know if it'll be on Criterion Channel. Hello, I'm cutting in here to say that since we have recorded, Portrait of a Lady on Fire has come to Hulu. So you should go watch it if you haven't seen it. Mouse agrees. I don't know if you can hear her, but she agrees that you should go see Portrait of a Lady on Fire now streaming on Hulu. I don't know. Whenever you get a chance to check it out, I think it's a it's a great romance movie, shot beautifully, very very tender. Nice. You have something written down here for, uh, on Netflix, which I've seen in passing glances, and I just keep thinking, aren't those the two kids from It? They are. Netflix did a adaptation of a comic. It's called I Am Not Okay With This. They, It's good. It's gay. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, it is gay. Oh, it is. It is. You see, is. when I was seeing the t- like the two kids from from the It movie, I'm like, all right, is this a het? Is this a het story? Are these the hets at it again? But it's gay. You're telling me. I'm telling you. Check it out. Now you know it's... what comes next is how many episodes and how long are they? <laughs> and the, the answer is I don't remember. Great. Well, it's probably between three and six hours because it's a Netflix show. <laughs> With one it's, season? I, I'm going to say it's tw- uh, 10 or 12 episodes, and that they are, oh, I'm going to guess. Are they longer than, like, 40-minute episodes? No, I think they are 40-minute episodes. Fucking premiere television ruining everything. You need to get, get go through this big, chunky list you got down here. I, I, I Yeah, I made a list here. Um, which, uh, I basically was like, what are, what are movies that I watch that make me feel good? Some of them are unorthodox, but top of my list, Speed Racer. Great fucking movie. I will cry. I want to say it's better to watch it on a hard copy. I do have cats on this list, which I've already said, uh, but it's just like a great group watching movie. It's like, it's just like just marvel at what the fuck happened with your friends and loved ones. And then Mm -hmm. By the end of Mr. Mistopheles, you know the words and you're singing along. The louder you the louder you sing, the better the magic works. It's just real. It's just true. <laughs> You'll feel it when you get there. I did put Ghost Protocol on here, which is one of my favorite action movies. Mission, Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a, like one, Brad Bird's a good action director, but just like it's a movie where things aren't working out and they pull it off anyway. And it's just like this, like I, I've seen lists of like, here's a list of movies where people are really good at their jobs, despite the circumstances. And like, that's, hilarious. that's a great genre. It is. There's a lot of movies where specifically Tom Hanks does that, <laughs> which like Sully is on my my uh, to do list. Yeah, Ghost Protocol, uh, a weird pick for this list, but I put Dunkirk on here, which is I feel like there's a message within like it's a war movie, but it's 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 a great there's like a message here of like, hey, we we should not be further divided in this moment. We are going to get through mm-hmm. this by caring about everyone around us. Right. Tom Hardy's in it. That's great. Well, there you go. I put Hot Rod on here. It's a perfect comedy. Cool beans. Top 10 cinema moments of all time. Uh, Ratatouille. Just a great movie about someone who's good at what they do. <laughs> another Another Brad Bird movie. <laughs> Paddington 1 and 2. Sim- what's, sim- what's, what's Paddington's job? What's he good at? He makes marmalade. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's like a whole fucking thing in, in uh, Paddington 2 where he 
makes the prison a better place. He gets thrown in jail. But then he What the fuck? But then he uh it turns into a Wes Anderson movie because all the uniforms get dyed pink. And then he has like a I hate this. This isn't real. It's it's very good, actually. It's like a it's it's a movie that exists in spite of Brexit. Um, but it's like he befriends the chef, who I believe is played by like Donald Gleason, and then he makes marmalade for everyone. It's like maybe we can be kind to people even in these circumstances. Holy shit. Paddington's great. I wow. okay. I cannot imagine what Paddington 3 will be like. Like after all of this, like I'm sure, like for real, like it's it's certainly a movie that like I think responds to uh current crises and and tackles it with the utmost kindness. Maybe Paddington can save us. But uh, after that, I my, my last movie here is not a movie I've seen in a very long time, but I remembered it and I thought I should watch that and cry soon <laughs> because I put Piglet's big movie on here, which I remember maybe one of my favorite movies as a child. Just a just Piglet's, a Piglet is non-binary, right? Has to be. Yeah, one hundred percent has to be canon non-binary. But yeah, that's just that's a movie. Piglet's big movie. <laughs> it's it's a movie where everyone thinks about like like Piglet's like I don't know if my friends care about me, and then the whole movie mm-hmm. is everyone thinking about how much they care about Piglet. Fuck. Ugh. Ugh. Good movie. Just la- just lousy with care. Mm. So I uh, maybe I'll come back in in our April episode and talk about how good that movie is on a rewatch. Um, I also <laughs> I still haven't seen that like that one Winnie the Pooh movie that everyone talks about being really good, like 2011, I think it was. I didn't see it. I I've seen the scene about how he can't like he cannot tie a knot. I've seen that clip a couple times, and I think I should really watch this movie. I haven't gotten around to mm-hmm. it. So um, that's on my list. I don't know if it's on anyone else's list, but. Probably not, honestly. I don't know. Uh, it's fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, there's a list of things. I if, I if I had more time and forethought, I would have compiled like if they were on any streaming services. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I mean, Ratatouille is almost definitely. Uh, actually, I know Ratatouille is on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, but other than that, I don't know. Um, Speed Racer used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. All the Matrix movies are, though. Yeah, okay. We did fill the two hours. We sure did. Which is fucked up. And, like, I, I, it hasn't come up yet, so this is probably when I should. I'm going to include an interview with a representative from Trans Lifeline uh, that I did, well, like, two weeks ago now. Hell Yeah. I asked I asked them if I if I could include it in this episode and they said yes which was great. But uh they uh I did a stream with uh Andrew from the Argonauts podcast also on the network. We we streamed Undertale like 2 weeks ago, I think. Uh mm-hmm. it was Andrew's first time playing it. it was super fun, great stream. Um but we did it to benefit Trans Lifeline. Uh so we raised over $1000 for them and we talked to I don't remember Bree's exact title. They say it in the interview, so you'll find out in a second. But um, <laughs> they talked to us for a little bit about like what they provide, what makes TransLifeline such a special call-in service, which I think primarily like all of their uh, like if you're calling as a trans person, you are talking to another trans person, so you don't have to like explain that. Like you're talking to someone who, get, awesome. who gets it, and that's such a yeah. that's such a cool thing. I don't know. I don't know if that service is going to be like used more in the coming weeks i think probably 
but I, it, it's a great thing that they do. And I was able to talk to, well, Andrew and I both were able to talk to them about what they do, how that fundraising impacts them. And uh, I asked if I could include it in this show, because it's a show where we talk about gender. And <laughs> they said yes. So I'm going to play that here in a second. And then I think after it's over, you'll hear us do our normal plugs and closing stuff. And uh, yeah. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Um, thank you so much for having me. My name's Bree Barnett. I'm the director of development here at Trans Lifeline, and thank you all for for doing this for us. Hey, welcome. Yeah, of Absolutely. Uh, I'm Andrew here on the couch. I don't know if you're on the stream, and then uh, Joe's down in the front. <laughs> yes, I can send you a link to the actual. Uh, I'm the... there. Oh, okay, Good. great, great, great. Um, cool. Well, welcome. Oh, I'll come back to the couch. Y'all are making great progress, I see. Yeah, yeah we're halfway we, to our goal. Yeah, I'm very excited about how far how we've done so far. Yeah. And hopefully we'll yeah. hit the end. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Bree, would you, would you uh, want to tell us and uh, the watchers, like, what you do at Trans Lifeline and, and maybe what these donations are uh, affecting and what they go towards? Absolutely. So director of development means that I'm in charge of fundraising for the organization and I hold a lot of our partnerships um, with other organizations and with other people. So kind of I interact a lot with people who are not a part of the organization and I talk about the organization. Um, so the donations that you all are raising are super, super impactful. Last year, donations on Twitch alone were responsible for, um, you know, like over 12% of our budget. So wow. it's wow. really, really impactful uh, because we're an organization that's predominantly funded by individuals. Um, the vast majority of our funding, more than 60% last year, came from small gifts, gifts under $1,000 just from regular folks. Um, so it's really impactful. And what that money goes and supports is it supports the only hotline in the U.S. or Canada where all of our operators are trans. Um, and also, it's a peer support hotline, so that means you don't actually have to actively be experiencing suicidal ideation in order to call us, right? You can also call if you're questioning your gender. You can mm -hmm. call if there's something else going on in your life that you want to uh, process. And it just means you'll be able to talk to someone and not have to explain uh, the trans parts of your identity or the questioning parts of your identity. Yeah. Um, which is a, which is a, a big deal. Yeah. I, I can even like personally speak to like, cause every time I'm like, Oh, I, I would like to, to see a therapist because it's been a while. And I'm just like, I, 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 there's like, there's a part of me that's like, I have to build up this relationship with someone. I don't know if I can walk into the space and be understood right away. Yeah, and cool. I think, and I think it's really important to offer that in, in a service. It's like, yes, everyone here gets the trans part. Yeah. It's got to suck to be like, well, I know that if I do go to a therapist, I have to, like, go through, like, there's at least two sessions that have to be processing this thing that I already know about myself, yeah, and, like, yeah. go through that and explain it. A lot, a lot of it, they like, get it, and then, like, if they don't, well, then I've wasted 
X dollars and F time doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's it's expensive too. Yeah, but that's a really cool service. Holy. Um, we also know, of course, that some problems can't be solved just by talking. So we also give trans people money to update their IDs, uh, to legally change their name and gender. We do specialized support for trans people who are incarcerated or just being released from prison. Um, so we really try to offer pretty holistic services that really think, what are the various factors that impact someone's mental well-being? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's a lot of things that go into to to, to like be, being trans. Like it affects everything that's like mm -hmm. the, in the the day to day life. Totally, and just to kind of put into perspective what you've already accomplished, the average cost of updating someone's ID is around four hundred dollars these days. So wow. you've already paid for a trans person to get their ID. Uh, the cost of running our hotline last year was $1,200 a day, so, you know, okay. if you hit your goal, it's going to be really close to that. Um, and for those following along at home, know that, like, you know, if you donate $25, that is enough money to help really connect someone to the hotline. So even at that $25 amount, you're making a really tangible impact for the organization. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Do you have other questions? I don't... That, that really touched on all the questions I came here with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm ex I'm excited to support y'all. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's I'm 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 glad that uh, we were we were able to make an impact of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Of course, thank you so so much. Um, also, I noticed the chat is currently a little quiet, but I'm of course happy to answer uh, questions from people following along at home. To no question is. I, I don't believe in wrong questions and, you know, I really get, um, it's my job to talk about our work and to talk about trans issues. And so, you know, I'm really open to meeting anyone in chat, anyone following along from home, uh, where they are. Yeah. And in addition to, so with what you're saying about those goals and how we can hit them, $12,000 runs, or $1,200 runs the thing, uh, runs the hotline for a day, um, and about 400 is enough to help someone change their ID. Um, to hit those goals, we have our incentives here, um, yeah. just to remind the chat and let people know. Um, you can hit, our next goal will be 750, that'll affect us in-game what we have to do. Uh, the other one after that would be a second stream that we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, we've got incentives here that you might be interested in. Um, we are giving away these collector's editions of the game that we're playing uh, for the system of people's choices. So if you want to come uh, donate, I think $20 or $15, $15 gets you an entry to win one of these. Uh, we'll be facilitating that after the event and letting people know who wins. Um, but yeah, those are, you know, tangible things that you can get your hands on for supporting yeah. us in addition to the knowledge that you're tangibly affecting someone's life. Yeah. Um, just being able to help someone update that or give someone a place for support is really great. Yeah, um, it's, it's a vital thing that I'm very glad exists. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm very happy that we can like, tangibly support it by 
playing a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I, yeah. I was going to be doing this something very similar on a Saturday anyway, so it's yeah. nice that I can do this and actually help people. Yeah. So cool. It's so cool. Um, absolutely. It, it looks like there aren't any questions in chat that I'm seeing, but again, I just want to wanna thank you so much for throwing down and as you keep saying, really tangibly contributing to the welfare of trans people across the United States and across Canada. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for, for coming by and talking to us about it and for everything you do at Trans Lifeline. If, um, if people want to get a hold of Trans Lifeline, what's the, I guess, what's the number or what's the, how do people get a hold of it if they need it? So you just give us a call um, on our social media, actually, just the other day um, on our Instagrams, Twitter, and Facebook. We did some posts that walk people through uh, what to expect if they call us. Bustle also recently did a piece on us uh, that explains the process of making a call. But for starters, you just call the number um, 877-565-865. Eight six zero. Okay. When um, you call that number, you're going to be met with a pre-recorded greeting that thanks you for your call, and then um, you will most likely wait a little bit, a few rings, um, and if an operator is available, they'll talk to you. They'll say, "Hi, uh, how are you?" Um, and really it's your conversation to guide from there. Uh, we don't keep, we don't keep your phone number. We don't keep your name. We will never call you back. It's all completely anonymous and safe. Um, we don't track your location or anything like that, which means that we don't call emergency services on you unless you want us to, uh, which is something that makes us unique. Um, the one thing I will say is if you call and you don't get through at first, we found that people um, really don't like waiting for extended periods of time, and so we don't have a permanent kind of wait time. If you don't get through the first time, we just ask that you go do something that maybe play a video game, do something either grounding or distracting, and just try back in a few minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a great yeah. note, too, that it's like sometimes there is like a... Because I, I can imagine being in that situation and not getting through and that being kind of demoralizing, so mm-hmm. that's a good thing to know, like, ahead of time, too. Um, someone in the chat asked if it's a 24-7 service or if there's specific hours for the hotline. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so we are currently not 24-7, and by that we mean we do not have paid staff working 24-7. However, it is open 24-7 because we often have volunteers. The hours that are guaranteed that someone is on the line is... In Hawaii, it's 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. Alaska, 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. to 3 a.m. And Eastern, 10 a.m. to 4 a.m. But um, the line is 
open 24-7. So please call. There likely is a volunteer, but uh, those are the only hours we currently guarantee coverage. Okay. Sure. Uh, how could people uh, get involved with volunteering for that service if they wanted to? That's a really fantastic question as well. So um, if you just go to our website, translifeline.org, um, you can um, go to the hotline section of, um, or you go to the, one second, uh, <laughs> I should know this off the top of my head. You go to the um about section of our website um and then you go to volunteer okay um so translateline.org slash about click volunteer and then you'll see there are two options for volunteering on the hotline one is um the trans portion um, but you'll also know that there's a family line operator volunteer option, too. So if you're cis, we also have a callback service where cis people talk to other cis people who want to know how to better support the trans loved ones in their life. Or That's something. great. Yeah, so whether you're cis or trans, it is possible for you to volunteer in some capacity on the hotline. But only trans people are are the ones who default answer the phone to talk with other trans people, the cis people. It's it's more of a callback service. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's great. That's a that's like a, I think an under um, appreciated part of like support is like having like for for cis people trying to process that like it's there's I feel like also an important thing to have resources for. Yeah, exactly. Because often it falls on the the trans person's shoulders to educate people around them, and I think it's great to have uh, other resources that, like, help them be better support systems for, mm -hmm. for the trans people in their lives without putting all the work on the, the trans people's shoulders. Exactly. Exactly, and I think, you know, sometimes cis people, they do go through a grieving process when a trans loved one comes out, and, well, I don't think it's appropriate for them to grieve um, around their trans loved ones. Certainly those feelings are, are real, and I think it's really important to have someone who's going to hold compassionate space for that mm -hmm. cis person mm -hmm. while also knowing that there's someone who who is trained in how to support trans people and so they're also going to like hold you accountable to um you know ways in which you might have room for growth but really do it mm -hmm. from a place of compassion and understanding yeah um, it's like it's like patience, but the right amount of patience. Yeah, respecting the hurt, but like, yeah. Also, the process of moving beyond it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's because really smart. We know, mm -hmm. For example, that like turfs actively recruit from parents who are going through grieving uh, processes. Right, they have mm -hmm. forums around mm -hmm. that, and so I think. It, it's hard sometimes for parents to know where to turn um, that's really trustworthy and really has the best interests of their kids at heart. 
Yeah. It checks out. <laughs> well, thank you for everything that you do uh, with Trans Lifeline. Um, a bunch of people in the chat are also saying thank you. I just want to further echo that because it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a super valuable resource for 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 all the people that it affects. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on, and I hope you all have a really great rest of your stream and day. Thanks. All right. Thank Same you so you. much. Thanks for stopping by. Of course. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Alrighty. That was great. Yeah. Well, Rain, where where could our dear listeners find you on the internet? Online, you can find me at small small witch on most social media or etsy.com slash rainclar you can find me on social media at ghost of joe ghost of jo um and i make a couple other podcasts uh here on the orange groves podcast network I had to think about it <laughs> the I, network I, that you that you started I, I I read a text and my brain went fucking blank. Um, the pod the the podcast network called the Orange Groves. Uh, you can go to theorangegroves.com to see all the other shows on the network. Uh, we just had the Marmoset Chronicles come on, which I think is a uh, fascinating fucking show. It is it it is a retrospective, like a personal retrospective on a film franchise that is definitely real. I'm sure you all know the Marmoset Chronicles deeply deeply in your soul uh so you can go listen to my friend jay and their friend kirsten pretty sure it's kirsten say <laughs> this again uh talk talk about their experience with those 100 definitely real movies I, I think they're they're doing a great job hosting that show yeah go to theorangegoves.com check out you know any new shows if you're if you're looking for more things to listen to in these coming weeks uh you can also join the orange Coast discord server a uh, link to that is at the bottom of every page on the website. It just says click here to join the Discord. Uh, but there's a lot of, if you need more people to talk to or spaces to hang out with online, uh, we'll be there. A lot of people are there. Not just okay. us, but also us sometimes. <laughs> uh, and what else do I have? Wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Until next month. That's all they end. I feel like I saw something in the Discord that I wanted to say as our outro. <laughs> Mm. Oh yes, Sparky Upstart in the Discord said none gender with left gay. <laughs> and I thought that was very good. Gender if you got them, that's all they themed. Couple of they's being thems. <laughs> none gender left gay. None gender left gay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> We know, we know, we know it's another freaking piece of media about the Marmoset Chronicles. Before you stop us, we know that this series of movies has been talked about and deliberated on in analysis on characters, plot, cinematography, everything under the sun. And we know what you're thinking. Why do I want to listen to these two assholes talk about it? 
Well, we're going to try to come at it from a slightly different angle. We're talking about these movies and how they relate to us and the world in which we live in, a post-Marmoset Chronicles world, so to speak. And you can listen to us make our slow, laborious way through this eight-movie epic on your podcast catcher of choice every week until we make it through them all. We'll hopefully not take the 16 years it took the eight movies to come out. (laughs) Or maybe if it does, send help. We might have fallen down a time hole. So join us on The Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective.